Detroit Free Press presents Talkin' Lions, your audio home for all things Honolulu Blue and Silver. Here is your host, Free Press sports writer, Dave Burkett. Another day, same story, Sean. Uh, it seems like we're here after a, every week after a Lions loss, and it's sort of the same thing where they're getting uh, maybe not quite maximum effort for four quarters or the, the entire uh, the performance isn't there for four quarters. They show flashes. They did so today for a little bit. Ended up losing 38-17 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Carlos Menares joins us off-camera, too, here uh, from off-camera, too. And, guys, I just I don't know where to go from here. I mean, look, it's it's seven straight losses, 10 of 11 now for the Lions. It seems like we're talking about the same thing every week. And uh, I just uh, I don't know if uh, I, they started off so bad today. I'm not sure if Matt Patricia can survive uh, to the, you know, through the end of the season with this one. Actually, I think just the opposite. I think had it gone, was it 21 nothing? 21 at first. He huddles the guys at the defense on the sideline in a big circle. He gets in the middle and starts uh, going crazy a little bit, swinging, not swinging his elbows, but pumping his fists in the air. And they looked a little bit better after that. That could have gone way south instead of 21 nothing. It could have been 45 to three at the end of the game. The fact that they were what, an uh, interception away? Well, they weren't going to score a touchdown, but they were down seven points with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter in a position to get into maybe overtime. I don't know. I think that actually... They lost by 21. Yeah, because of some fluky picks, including a pick six. You're going to blame that they on the third string? They lost by 21. Patricia's fault is... It, it, it's not his fault no, it's, for the third string quarterback. It's not Patricia's fault for the third string quarterback. But guess whose fault it is? This whole regime. If you don't... I mean, it's something we've talked about forever. So do you want everybody Get a backup we, quarterback. We're we talking then. about Bob Quinn, who, I, who probably <laughs> hadn't been great. We're talking about Matt Patricia. We're talking about everybody. Either. No, I, look, I mean, I don't know that you can get rid of one and not get rid of both. It's just the, 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 the state of the franchise right now is such that... I mean, we saw it today. I mean, the, the Stadium was there are ten thousand empty seats. Um, you know, it just there's there's a lot that uh, you know, we heard it early on. Some of the the boos, the Bronx cheers when they couldn't move the football. The defense was terrible. Back. They didn't come out of the the gate playing hard. They ended up losing by twenty one points. Sorry, because Carlos needs to talk about real quickly. When they came back, those thirty thousand or however many yep, fans they were, were here went nuts. I mean, it's 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 just. They it's Detroit. Cheering. It's crazy. But didn't it seem to you, Carlos, let's bring you in here, that, that Tampa was toying with them a little bit? I mean, look, they, they got off to such a big start early. Jameis Winston, it was 312 well, yards lawyer, to three or something. You're leading him with a question like <laughs> that? Come on. I mean, let's be honest, though. It was, it, it it was kind of like the Minnesota game, too. It just They got off to such a big start, and then it was like, ah, you know, this one's in the bag. Oh, wait, now they catch back up. Now it's seven points. Oh, let's get back to, to playing a real game, and then all of a sudden they pull away and win by 21 points. <laughs> you know what it is different is that you're arguing with Sean now instead of I, me. So that, that is a nice uh, uh, welcome change. Uh, you know, I mean, the NFL obviously is designed to have close games. You know, and I mean, the, you have a big lead, and then you're going to be more conservative and run the ball. You're not going to take as many chances. So that makes sense. Um, but, no, I think Sean is right in that you do – Give the Lions credit, and you were here, you felt it, I think, that when they closed within a touchdown late in the game, 21-14, there was, they were doing the wave, the fans were doing the wave, there was let's go Lions, chant going on, and then they th- and then blow through a pick and it was over. But, um, pick six. Um, but I, I do think that there's something to be said, and, and we've been around the team enough lately 
that the vibe around the team is not one of complete capitulation. You know that they, okay. they haven't you guys quit. are totally ignoring the first half. I mean, they the first half they did not play well, at all. They didn't show up. That's why they played two effort. halves. I thought it, they I, didn't show up. I agree with Richard what he said after the game. They weren't in the right position. It was more execution. That's on him too. Absolutely. But I didn't think it was necessarily not competing and not effort. I mean, they were just kind of That's, scattered a little bit. And uh, who's throwing the who's throwing the football on the other side? If that's Stafford, James maybe Winston. it's not 21 nothing. Okay. You can't just dismiss that. And Tampa's without its left tackle, and Tampa's without its best receiver, and it lost two receivers but during the course of the game. That's like, okay, fine. You know, LeBron leaves Cleveland and go to the lottery. He's the quarterback. This guy's the quarterback, Matthew Stafford, last I checked. No? Yes? Yeah, no, you're right. But again, <laughs> whose fault is it that they don't that they don't have a backup? That's it's Bob the entire Quinn. regime. So what are we talking about here? I'm talking about the entire regime. That's what I'm saying. They didn't show up today. You guys just completely ignore the first half of football. They didn't show up for the first half of football. I don't know if they didn't show up. I mean Jelani Tavai had a really nice pick. They couldn't do much yes. with it, but uh, you know, ahead, but ahead. but you know, I mean, they, they they didn't show up, but they were they gave up three hundred and some yards, and they had fifty in the first right. Half. And 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 you know, don't forget. I mean, this is. I mean, Jameis has been on fire. You know, they they won. They had won three straight, Man. four out of five, five points a game or whatever. The yeah, last five they're, games. They're I mean, offense, come on, offense is humming right now. So you didn't expect them not to score points. And Jameis, like you know, he lives and dies by the sword. He throws picks, and the Lions knew that. Leads the NFL. It leads the NFL. So you know, that Tampa's t- not a good team, by the way. They were six and seven coming in. That's not a good team. Well, I mean, now they're seven and seven, right. and, and one of what five or six or four or five or whatever. They're they're getting hot. I mean, they're hot right now. I mean, you you can't say I don't know if I don't know if you would say they're a bad team right now. I mean, I didn't say they're bad. Know, they're not a good team though. They're an okay. They're they're an okay team. They have a chance to make the playoffs still. I think. And um, the Lions are a bad team. So that's what we're talking about. The Lions are a bad team right now. We're yeah, now looking at a better team who might make the playoffs. Okay. Who's been on a but roll? At the end of the thirty day, points a game. I mean, there, what do you? You had Wes Hills and David Blau running yep. this offense. I mean, Wes Hills. This is a undrafted rookie, twenty-four year old guy, played in Division Two, making his first start, and he punches it in twice for for. He didn't have. He only had twenty-one yards, but two touchdowns. I mean, I think the team you have to look at. And, and when, if you're making a, a decision about Patricia, and if you want to extend that to Quinn too, how is your team playing? Are they with with who you have? I mean, yes, it'd be nice to be winning right now, but to be competitive at least—that's where the difference is. And it, and losing, right? The first half didn't feel good. There were a few boos here and there. People were not happy. Twenty-one-three, three hundred some yards of offense versus twenty-one or whatever 50, it was, yep. fifty yards. You know, so it didn't feel good. But they didn't let it get out of control. They 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 they. You know, stopped the flow. They did what they could. Ended up getting you know blown out. But at the end, it was kind of desperation time. It was do or die. So they really weren't trying to be conservative. And they're like, look, we got to throw some haymakers here. And they got knocked out. But I think you have to look at the overall and tell me what you think, Dave. I mean, do you what do you what's your feeling about this? Don't look at the scores and just the stats and all that stuff. Just what was your feeling about this team and how it performed? Did it feel? Like an like a, a gamely performance, like something like no. they stopped trying, or was it? Did it feel like they got, they're just outmanned? They got. I mean, yes, they're outmanned, but they got annihilated in the first half. They just came out, and there was nothing. There was nothing redeeming about the first half. And when you come out and you're in a situation where you know you need a, you need a win because you haven't won in two months, and B, your coach is fighting for his job in a lot of ways. I mean, I think everyone knows that. These guys get asked questions. You're there every day. You know, they, these guys get, get asked questions every week about their coach and the situation, the future. They get asked questions after games, during the week. 
everyone knows they're, they're fighting for their jobs or their jobs could be on the line. No one knows what Martha Ford is thinking exactly when it comes to this. But um, And you come out and you lay that sort of egg in the first half. To me, that I don't know, that, that's, that reflects on coaching in a lot of ways. And, yes, give them a little bit of credit for coming back in the second half and making a game of it for a quarter. But when it really mattered, they weren't there again. David Blau throws a terrible pick. And I realize it's David Blau. It's not Matthew Stafford. But this, this, is, still, this is still a bad Lions football team right now. And who does a bad football team reflect on? It reflects on the coach and the GM and the entire regime. I think that I think that if you're, you know, the way when you look at the that who's playing for this team right now with all the injuries and everything. Don't forget with Stafford, they what they had the lead in several almost all the games at the beginning when he was playing, and they still lost. So that's kind of a you know tomato tomato. While well, we we gave up the lead or we came back and we you know I mean who cares? At the end of the day, like how close were you to winning that game really? Um, but you look at the, who's playing on this team, you know, it's like if you're, you know, you, you only have so many resources. And what do you do with those resources? How do you, you can't expect David Blau and Wes Hills to beat a decent okay. so, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jameis Winston, hot as you know what, coming in here, you know, uh, and a decent defense. But number one, number one overall, you know, uh, rush defense in the NFL. Why, do, why can the Pittsburgh Steelers win with their third string quarterback and a backup running back and their receiving core beat to, beat to hell when the Lions can't do it? Because they have a better backup quarterback and a better defense. Duck Hodges, their third string right. quarterback, so, is better than, than, than David Blau well, or Jeff. He's playing better, but that doesn't mean he's better. I mean, we're still talking about no, third string quarterback. Better, right? Okay, no, no. But I'm saying we're still talking about third string quarterbacks because, here. So who the, does it fall on again? It falls on the entire the, regime exactly for putting them in this spot. And their defense is really good. And, you know, they took a middle because linebacker who played that absolutely. way, I think, right about 45 miles. They took Who's, a middle linebacker. They made a big trade in the middle of the season for Minka Fitzpatrick. I mean, they've done things to stay above water to make themselves competitive. I don't know that the Steelers are a good team, but they're in a very similar situation to the Lions right now, and they're not putting forth awful you know, performances like we saw here today. Pittsburgh Steelers are in the playoff, playoff hunts. They lost by 21 points, and they no-showed in the first half. They that. were down by seven points with the ball to tie the game with eight minutes to go. In and game. with That's and with zero awesome. minutes, with zero seconds left, they were down the by hottest, twenty-one points. The they were down offenses. twenty-one points with no with no time on the clock. No, they didn't start off well. I agree. Yeah, That's what you're talking about. And I'm I, talking about the end of the game. What really matters when they lost by twenty-one? Yeah. So he throws a couple of picks. One of them's a pick six. The other one might as well have been right. I mean, come on. Let me let me ask let me ask Dave the most important question in this whole discussion we're going to have. Let's just say, you know, completely hypothetical, if you were coaching like a kid's team, right, <laughs> would you rip them to shreds for coming back from a bad start and give them, or would you give them credit for like finding it within themselves to must, you know, to marshal their resources and come back and make a game of it? Well, we're talking about the NFL here. We're not, I, talk, we're not talking, talking about I'm just saying, fifth grade Dave, girls basketball here, Carlos. We're talking right. about the NFL no, we would never where wins that. matter. That's the only thing that matters at the end of the day is do you get the job done? And right now, through 30 games of the Matt Patricia era, there's nine wins to show for it. So they have not gotten the job done. Well, of okay. course they haven't, but does he deserve another year? Not well, deserve, I, but would it make sense to give him another year? Did you see enough when they were relatively healthy early this season? Before, I know the defensive line was never completely healthy out of the gate, right? So that was an issue. But the offense was very, really pretty good from the start. Offense Did you see good. enough with the competitive well, spirit in their offense with bringing Bevel in to think that Patricia adjusted from a year ago, his personality, trying to relate a little bit better. I know he's not perfect. Well, can he do a little bit even more next year? And can they make a similar leap defensively that it is made offensively? And who knows? Is it worth one more shot? Or are you just going to go hire another regime and they're going to do the same thing that's been going on here for a half a century? 
It's me and the silver lining boys here. <laughs> me and the silver, they find silver linings You're in everything here. Yeah, I know, right, exactly. Silver lining, but, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I mean, they, I don't know that there's been anything. Re this is a look. Last year was supposed to be a, a, a one step back to take two steps forward. And it, know, was. Sort of, it was probably ten steps back. Yeah. Well, it, look, this year has been worse on the field. It's been better off the field because there haven't been the all the the off field drama that surrounded Patricia go, dating back to, to last spring. Everything that went on in the locker yeah, room with players not buying in. Yeah. C certainly, he's. Um, you know, he's changed his public image a little bit. I mean, in, in that regard, you know, he's, he's done some different things. And so, yeah, you give him credit for that. And you give, the, give him credit for bringing in Daryl Bevel, give the offense credit for taking a step forward. But this is like I've talked about with Carlos many times, that he doesn't seem to get that you don't just, <laughs> just because Maybe Matthew Stafford <laughs> played well for, for Daryl Bevel and there's some fear of, oh, my God, what are we're going to lose this, like, step forward that he took under Daryl Bevel. If Matthew Stafford is the type of quarterback that you don't think can, can build on this performance, that he can't continue to take a step forward, that, oh, my God, he needs to be here under Daryl Bevel, that, that this is the, the only way that, that the Lions are going to experience success, then he's not the quarterback to build around anyway. That's not the issue to me. The issue is can Patricia – Keep adjusting to the, the his role as a head coach. Keep relating to players and improve that, and find a way to tweak this defense. And can Quinn help him find a couple more pieces? And then can they get a little injury luck on the up front? That kind of thing. I don't know if that's possible, but if they do, they'll have a chance to win nine, ten games next year. I mean, they, they, likely they'll win two because that's just what this <laughs> franchise is. But in theory, that's not that big of an ask. You know, the other thing, oh, what kind of, okay. Go ahead. I thought it was a bad word. Um, oh, no. There was a K on the end of that. You know, the, 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 there's a really, some really smart people in the NFL, right? Guys like Dick Vermeil. They, they'll, tell you, they'll tell you how smart yeah, they are, some, many of them. Someone like, like Dick Vermeil is, is a trusted smart. source, um, and he would tell you that, you know, the worst thing to do sometimes, the biggest mistake you can do is to blow things up after a, a, yep. a too short of a snapshot, a couple of seasons, right? Uh, the people who know coaching, the people who know football, and I think Mermil was at the Lions uh, Philadelphia game this year. So, you know, when you see, you have to look beyond <laughs> the scores, Dave. You Just, read a story in today's free press? I read press? a really yeah. pretty good story okay. in the free press. Yeah, you guys by, should check it out. I think it was Sean or, right. or Jeff. Like someone. Right so, you want me to go find Mike Lombardi next week and talk to him about how the regime should be blown up or yeah, somebody well, that, that. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So you can, both, both of you guys. If you're Sheila Ford, um, okay, let's just pretend Martha Ford, whatever. Sheila Ford, really. <laughs> And you see this game, specifically this game, it's at home and everything, right? Is this, is, does this help Mount Patricia or does it hurt his cause, do you think, when you just, from everything you think, from the vibe you got from the stadium, from the game, from the players, non-Stafford and all this stuff, all the guys who were out there, what do you think? Does this help his cause or hurt his You want to go cause? first? I, I, don't, I, don't, I think it's sort of neutral um, and maybe helps just a touch because they could have easily turned, that could have easily been 45 to 6. And, and it wasn't. And it had it been. And then they lose in Denver, you know, 24 to nothing or whatever, and they get pounded by Green Bay. Then there'd be so much public pressure because owner, you know, Dick Vermeil, your guy, was talking about this <laughs> very thing, right? That media and fans, because really the, the, they're the customers, the fans are who, yep. what matter. Are they going to fill seats and watch the, watch the TV? Okay, when look, the games are on. You guys have to acknowledge that there's as much apathy about this team right now as we've seen since the Matt Millen era, right? I mean, like, the number of, uh, the number of people, yes, reading our stories, uh, interacting Not with today. on Twitter. Not right now. I, yeah, I don't people know, man. Apathy look, the is people, a strong word. It, there, there's been a lot of apathy this season. You talk to people, they just don't care anymore. Like, my friends that are Lions fans, they've punched out on the season there a long time ago. 40,000 people here today, 35, yeah. whatever. 
That's not good. It's, that's not good. The, st the stadium seats sixty five thousand. That's go not good. Go to Cleveland. You're probably off camera. Squeeze in here. Sorry. Go to Cleveland. Go to <laughs> go to Kansas City. Go to anybody but anywhere but Green Bay. It's amazing. I was shocked there were that many people. No, here that's today, not good. How bad they are. They were giving away free tickets to, to no, season ticket holders. They, they were selling out. tickets for fifteen dollars for a four family. To answer your question, no. If I was Sheila, if I was Martha, I would be embarrassed by what I, I saw early would be on. In Jacksonville under circumstances. Well, this isn't Jacksonville. But that's my point. Wait, yeah, this isn't Jacksonville. That's my point. Yes, though. the way they started this game, right. I, I came out thinking after that first half when they were down twenty-one nothing, this is embarrassing. And then yeah, they fought back and they made it a game for a quarter, but it still ended a twenty-one point game. So as I walk. Away from the game, and when you walk away from the game, and I know why fans left at the end of the game, but when there's you know a couple thousand people in the stands at the end of the game because there's a couple picks and this thing gets lopsided, like that's embarrassing. And it is. to hear because the team that scores 35 to 40 points the last five games hung 21 on you and a half, that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah, th I thought it was an embarrassing performance today. I, I mean, the way they started. I mean, embarrassing the way is what you're bad or whatever. This isn't embarrassing. Again, silver lining, Sean, cloud nine, Carlos here. Like, I'm trying to keep it real. Like, it was not a good performance. I, it, it was there. What was redeeming about it, other than they, they got a couple touchdowns oh, there the in the, comeback, the, yeah. the third quarter? The and third the quarter, ball, yeah. And in the fourth quarter, had the ball with a chance to score or tie the game, rather. I think what's redeeming about it is that it's David Blau and Wes Hills, and you don't you've never heard of Wes Hills before today. You know, and you're going to hear about him. I'm going to write about him. People are going to write about him that he was a Division II player. He was out of football in 2017, you know, working as a security guard. I mean, it was like this is the guy who's, you know, carrying the rock for you and punching it in twice. Like, you're giving, you know, it's like it's like giving the, the car wash, you know, attendant the keys to, to the Ferrari or whatever around the Indianapolis 500, and he actually gets the car around. Like, you have who you have, and you're doing what you can with the resources. I'm trying to keep it respectable here. And we didn't hear a lot of booze. We didn't hear a lot of people angry. And, we did early, you know, right, A few. We heard a few. It was like a library. It wasn't like a lot of cheers until that third quarter, a lot of booze until it but, was just a library. The difference is the booze. I think that when, when that's the embarrassing part, it's two things. If you get a lot of booze because it's just a bunch of you know garbage and three and out and not doing anything and missteps and missed tackles and blown. You were asking me about special teams. Like, well, was there anything that stood out in special teams? Nothing really bad. I mean, they they kept it together in all three phases. No, no, enough. they went three and out on three of their first four possessions, and their only first down was on penalty. True, they true. had offense, offense it five yards of offense. Or no, whatever it wasn't. To start. they struggled, sure. and then they adjusted defensively. Right, they scored. What did Tampa scored? On a pick six, until that pick six with seven minutes to go or whatever, seven minutes to change to go in the fourth quarter, they scored three points after right, after goal. rolling up 300 yards in the first half. Right, right. And, and they kept were, Jameis to 150. And were collapsing the pocket a little bit, and they, you know, and their their back end was a little bit better because they were Tampa, Tampa's receivers are running all over the place in the first quarter. And in don't particular. forget, I mean, you know, they 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 scored uh, 17 points, and David Blau made some nice runs. Some he got, I think, his pocket awareness is better. He threw some better, you know, passes. You know, Chris Lacey makes a nice catch. You know, uh, um, your boy Danny Amendola makes some nice catches. Kenny Galladay, you know. Makes they didn't stop playing. Yeah. yeah, and that's the kind of stuff that charges not only fans up, but I think the ownership, too, when they watch them do, like, hey, these guys are still playing. If you're, Oh, go ahead. If you're an owner and you watch Tampa miss the field goal, which would have made it a two-score game, right? Right. And they, got the, and they took over at the 40 or whatever it was, 45. Did you, the special team's reaction on the field, they're running around their arms yeah. out like little boys pretending they're airplanes. I was surprised at that. If you're an owner and you see that, well, you think, well, it can't be completely dysfunctional. Right. And it's it, it just can't. It's not because the ownership here, uh, and, you know, the Fords have been around so long, this whole family so long. They know when things are going sideways. They know when there's team meetings and, and there's dissension. And I don't know if we're playing for the nobody. People aren't 
aren't aware that they're playing for jobs. You know, there, there's been nothing like that. No, people aren't talking that way. You're not getting this stuff off the field where people are complaining. So I think it Come feels on, you think like, everyone's happy in that locker room? No. No one's okay. happy in any locker room. Everybody's always got something, no right? No one's happy. I mean, is everybody happy, happy right here? here? I'm happy. I'm, what, what is there to be sad about? I'm, you know, I'm that, almost done with my work day. Why right. would I not be happy? Pay, paycheck Dave no, sure. is good. Um, so yeah, that's I Me mean, and Slay. That's why we you get along. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that you know, that's that's the stuff where I think you get that sense overall of the team and where they are. Yes, it's terrible that you're three, ten and one, but let's not forget the number one, probably the top three reasons that or or, or pieces of evidence that Matt Patricia and even Bob Quinn can give to Sheila, you know, Ford for keeping their jobs. Number one, two, and three: Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford. Because he he is the favorite child, he makes this thing go. He gets special treatment because he's not on IR out there. He's he's and he played really well. And you have Daryl Bevel, and that's the number one thing. That's the number one exhibit, you know, exhibit A and Law and Order, ching ching. You know it, that they're going to show is look, Stafford's playing really well. We had a chance. And again, he without. can play really well under another coach, another coordinator. You, I mean, again, you or not? You, or, or not? Okay, so it's then not, he's not the right guy if you think that forget. he's not going to play well under another coordinator. Stafford also is averse to new coaches. He gets comfortable, even if it is Matt okay. Patricia. And that's why they got into that this position in the first place. If he was so adamant about keeping Jim Bob Cooter, and, and everyone agrees that Jim Bob Cooter, that experiment didn't work last year, so right. why are you going to listen to Stafford this time if that's what he really wants to keep you know Daryl Bevel? Yeah, we, we've been talking about this for 30 minutes. Nobody's going to change no you. You're, you're, I'm sure, aligned with most fans, and they're going to be happy with you. They're going to be stunned with Carlos and probably you know think I'm just a company man, whatever. But <laughs> this is this is the way I see it. I'm glad for once Carlos and I are aligned, and uh, you can keep being a fanboy. You guys, you guys, fanboy keep the fans, not a fanboy. Clinging to your your false hope. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Most of the, uh, I, I I just I I'm stunned by you know how far this thing has fallen. And again, I realize there are there are some some reasons why they haven't won in in so long. And Matthew Stafford yeah. being a big part of you that. But aren't those reasons like this? But that's okay. <laughs> no, no. Again, Matthew Stafford obviously is part of that. But as I wrote when Matthew Stafford went down, Matthew Stafford's injury does not should not provide cover for what's gone on this season. No, because it was a 500 club. You thought going into it, the year, and right? they were below 500 when Matthew Stafford got hurt. The defense was not any good back then. And you know, I, I don't. It might have been worse. We haven't seen any improvement. I mean, again, it, it's look today's uh, result aside. Um, you know. The Lions are, are certainly heading down the wrong path here, heading towards another top five pick, maybe top three pick. Two games left. Uh, Denver next week, Green Bay at home. Mm. And uh, let's just end it with this. Are they going to win one of them? I mean, will we see another victory here in 2019? Or maybe if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play for the home finale. Carlos? Uh, mm, no. No, I don't think so. I, I don't think they're going to. It's it's going to be tough. Plus I mean, with, stuff, yeah. with the the cast of characters that they have out there right now, um, you know, uh, it, it it really is. I mean, going to Denver. Look, Denver's not a very good team, um, but that's on the road. It's a couple of days before Christmas. It's in the elements. Uh, Drew Locke has played some decent football at times. Uh, like you said, Green Bay. Who knows? Maybe Green Bay has something locked up, and uh, so maybe Aaron Rodgers doesn't play a whole lot. Maybe that gives the Lions a little bit of hope. But at that point, fans would be angry if they yeah, won, right. because they want this top, right. you know, three pick right, in the draft, yeah. and they want a shot at, at Jeff Okuda or, or Chase Young or, or somebody, somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing where it, the the win doesn't even matter, other than the draft stuff. But the win doesn't even matter because it's more just how did you play? You know, how did you hold? How did you? What was the effort like? And so that's where 
the, this difference of opinion is exactly what the Fords have to weigh, is someone in that family may say, this was, I don't care, a loss is a loss, and look at that first half was embarrassing, Dave Burkett is actually right, and then people say, the more reasonable people in the Ford family say Dave Burkett <laughs> hasn't been right about anything for a long time, uh, why are you listening to him now? Um, but overall, it was a decent performance, and same thing, going into Denver and Green Bay, even, who cares, if you, if you finish with you know, four wins or three wins or what, who, it's not going to matter other than draft position. It's not going to matter. It's just how did the team respond right. overall? Yeah, and the body language. Look at it. Be, look at yeah. it. Look at the it's whole certainly picture. Not, not just one half, not just the other half, not just one quarter, the whole game. How did you feel? And the Fords go to these games. They go to all the games. Um, so I think they're going to, they'll, they'll, they'll have a good sense of what, what the team, and I think that's one thing with, with Patricia, part of the whole cleaning the thing, the act up and, you know, whatever, repairing the relationships is he wants to, you, you know, the, the, the ownership here wants stability. I think most ownership groups do. Stability. Do you have control? Do you have some idea of what's going on? Not just a crazy wow man screaming over, you know, at people. And that seems like you don't really know, have much of a plan. So there's, I think there, he's presenting the image of a plan, of cohesiveness, of, of continuity, of trying to move forward, even though they're not winning, trying to move forward and doing what we can. We're building. Process. I'll let you have the last word, Sean. No, take us out. That's my. No, those are my last. That's words. your last word. No, I'm, I'm. I'm more or less with Carlos. I, I feel bad. I for mean, you. one more year is not gonna. I mean, right? It's been six decades. Want to give him one more <laughs> year? Another year exactly. between friends. Give What's one another year? year. If, if, you, if you get lucky, then you get lucky. Otherwise, you're gonna broom everybody, and it's gonna start all over again anyway. So Dave's almost talking like somebody who's written a lot of stuff about a coaching search and wants to get it published. Almost like that's. That's, I haven't written a lot. No, no yeah. I haven't written a lot. Okay, take us out. <laughs> uh, as these guys said, there's a lot that the Ford family will have to uh, digest here these next couple of weeks as they make a decision. Uh, but for today, it was another another uh, bad day overall. Overall, we can agree stadium. overall. Empty right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 38-17, the uh, Detroit Lions lose their seventh straight. This one to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that'll do it for us here. Silver Lining Sean, Cloud9 Carlos, I'm Dave Burkett. <laughs> Freep.com. I like it.